Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories. From breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings, it's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also really love hearing from you. So please do contact me through Instagram at Mumsdays with any of your stories really and, and, you know, how you relate to the episode or even questions that you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. And today I'm joined by... Katie. I knew you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> apparently I've been saying I'm joined with Katie, which is apparently it's been weird. irking me. Mm. We're not co- conjoined. We're not conjoined, just for clarity, in case there was any confusion around that. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like we are, Katie, yeah, okay. in the mind, because yes. something's come to my attention this week. Mm-hmm. And all I've written down for this episode are the words nutrition mm-hmm. and body image right yes can i tell you what happened please do right so a few weeks ago i was sea dipping mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody knows <laughs> but i've been getting in the sea every day um and one of the byproducts of it is i think it releases enough endorphins that it's helped me deal with some issues i've got around food right so, what basically happens, and it's probably on some sort of eating disorder spectrum, where I will watch what I'm eating with utmost control during the week, mm. and by the end of the week, I'm on my own and I'm knackered, and then I'll eat everything. Yeah. So, binge eating. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like... I really want to stop that. There was something about getting in the sea every day that was like, this needs to be sorted now. Mm. So I messaged Josie, you know, Baxter. Yes, lovely Josie. Of podcast fame, mm-hmm. episodes Dirt and Duh, which we will... Um, <laughs> link to in the show notes. Link to in the show notes. And she's now trained in nutrition. So I was like, what am I going to do about this, Josie? Will you help me? Um, so she was like, Yes. So my process was like, I just didn't eat any carbs during the week. Yeah. And then at the weekend we'd go crazy. And I was like, I'm sick of being on this roller coaster of either starving or not, Mm -hmm. you know. So what she needed me to do was stand on some scales. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) You see where this is going. (laughs) And... I know that you've had to stand on some scales recently because, in case you didn't realise, Katie has got a Substack. I do. Which we shall link to as well, and you send out a newsletter. Mm-hmm. So I found out via your newsletter, <laughs> much in the same way you find out things about me yeah. via mine, um, yeah. that we've had the same experience over the last week. Yeah. And basically, I haven't stood on a scale for like three years mm. because it really impacts on my self esteem. Same, yeah. Um, so I felt okay, like I felt okay about my weight, but I was like, I want to get off this roller coaster of diet, fast or f- feast or famine, yeah, type mm-hmm. roller coaster yeah. thing. 
but obviously there was part of me that was like, and I could do with like a little bit of a trim down because yeah. I've been working out with Josie loads, but not really feeling like it's impacting how I look. Mm. Um, so yeah, Josie was like, I need you to stand on the scales purely so I can work out your macros and then you right. don't have to do it again. Mm. But so I got on thinking, I'm probably about this and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Dude, I was like 10 ki- ki- kilograms more yeah. than I thought I was. I know. And then for the rest of like the next two or three days, I was like being really mean to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And saying horrible things. Mm-hmm. That's what I do as well. Like, it's like I'm still the same person as I was before I got on the scale. But suddenly in my head, I'm a completely different person. <laughs> it's like... like- I just didn't realise and everybody else knew. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, why did nobody tell me this? <laughs> I thought it was all right. Mm. But the other thing I thought during that day, because I nearly did a little, like, thing to camera just on my stories to say, I've got on the scales today and it's making me feel like this. Mm. The thing was, is like, my clothes weren't necessarily any different. Mm. And I think also, as you get older you still keep thinking you should be the weight you were when you were 19. Yeah. When actually you look okay if you were 10K more. Yeah. So maybe yeah. the number needs to change. Mm. Like personally, I'd rather not ever have to get on a scale again and just be like, as long as my clothes fit and I look mm. th- like this in the mirror. I try not to do it because I obsess over it. Like I, I seem like in my, I feel like <laughs> this is probably everybody's experience of it, but I feel like my weight fluctuates loads and I kind of not like my appearance might not have changed at all, yeah. you know, <laughs> like a huge amount. And I know that's to do with the time of day and like how much water you've drank and all of that stuff. I know that, I know that in my sensible head, but like still the number on the scale makes a difference to me, to how I feel. And so I don't know whether that's necessarily the best way for me to track how much I actually weigh, if that makes any sense. Like Like, I guess partly it's motivated me to be like, right, I would like to be on the other side of that particular decimal. Mm -hmm. Um, Not decimal, that's a point. (laughs) That particular number. Anyway. Um, like it does draw your attention yeah, to something that maybe you were ignoring. Because the other thing is that I've got a really great mirror that makes you look much skinnier <laughs> than you are. Yeah, that helps. It was like a five-pound cheapy mirror from B&M. Mm. And it's like, fuck, I look great. Very slimming. So it's like mm. the opposite <laughs> of what most people look in the mirror and go, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think, like, when I look in the mirror, especially when I've got no clothes on, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Like, great. You look at my body. Like, yeah. Yes, right? Um, so why would a number have to be such a big deal? Yeah. Well, it, I guess it depends. But, like, um, the thing that I find more reliable for, like, knowing how much you weigh and knowing when you're pushing yourself is um, whether your clothes fit or not. Yeah. And I think that one is the one that bothers me. To the point where I'd make a change. But I don't know, the number is also like a real kicker, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, because you grow up getting on scales all the time. Yeah. And and some people like stand on the scales every day and then it means that you won't, you know, you'll consider what you're eating. So I've done yeah. that for a while. Well, I and, did that as well. And I, I stopped getting that. on them. Mm-hmm. Like I would do it every day and then I'd be like, oh, I had a bad day today, so I'm not going to get on them today, yeah. tomorrow. yeah. So I'll starve myself and then get back on them. Yeah. Well, I used to, um, 
get on the scales every day and the number that it said on the scales would not reflect whether I'd been eating well or not and I just ended up frustrated by the whole process which is why I felt like it was more like honest like it was more honest if I just knew whether my clothes fit or not but then um I think maybe it's actually partially to do with um my summer wardrobe coming back out again like I'm trying stuff on that I had on last summer and I'm like "Mm, this doesn't fit anymore (laughs) oh don't bother with summer wardrobes then okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah I'll just um put the jumpers back on then shall I oh maybe not you look great I love what you're wearing today you've got obviously got a nice summer wardrobe I do it just doesn't fit my winter wardrobe (laughs) yeah you do appear to still have the jumpers on Yeah. yeah um yeah so that it was a funny one and it took me a few days to get over yeah oh and the other thing that we had i wanted to do so that i could track it was taking a before and after photo oh yes Mm -hmm. no but you know they're not reliable either why because it completely depends how what shape you put your body in and like um oh yeah you know, whether you suck in your tummy in a bit, even if it's subconsciously. Like, I saw on Instagram recently, and I can't remember what it was, and I don't even think I'll be able to find it again. So I will no not make saying to this. Like, yeah. You can just tell us um, what happened. It's just, um, like, a woman who's taking pictures of her body, but she's doing one of them. So, like, if she was taking a picture of her bum, for example, she would just sit normally and take a picture of her bum, and then she would sit with, like, her back arched up and um, her pants really high, and it's the same bum, it's exactly the same bum in the same pants, but she's just changed her body shape, and it looks totally different, which is how... Which is why the before and after shots don't necessarily reflect anything, you know? Mm. So I, think... I did. I said that to Josie because I sent them to her, and I was like, "How can I look like this?" And then I sent her a styled photo of me being like in a bikini, yeah, exactly, and look like this at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we can because our bodies are like they're made up of squidgy things that, move, yeah, and that move. If you just put the pants on in this way round, exactly. then it'll be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether they're the most reliable thing either. Nothing is. This is this is why I'm exhausted by the whole process. Like. It feels like regardless of what we do, there's always something else to come at us and tell us like it's not bright, you know, yeah. still not good enough, still not the way that you should be or want to be, you know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that we shouldn't try anyway, but it does well, seem the, to be it, exhausting. Let me tell you, because mm, I've been on. doing, the, so Josie gave me my macros to follow and I've been tracking it using my fitness pal. Yes. Sending it to her every day and mm-hmm. obviously I still have to do the three litre water, mm-hmm. 10k steps, mm-hmm. sleeping eight to 10 hours, mm-hmm. and now I'm tracking the macros. Yeah. So it's like we're living the podcast in real life. Oh, how nice. Oh, hang on. That is exactly what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've gone from having, like, I would have maximum 20 grams of carbs a day, mm. which is like not even a wrap. No. You basically can have some vegetables, and that's yeah. about it to following her plan which was more or less like a third carbs a third fat a third protein which sounds right that sounds more healthy well the difference in my head is and my energy level is like through the roof already Mm -hmm. i bet you need carbs for and i wasn't eating enough calories so all through the week i'd be like super low calories Mm. and then hence you get to the end of the week and you're just craving everything yeah Mm mm-hmm and 
while I thought that was working to keep my weight down, it wasn't anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> so That's the trouble, isn't it? In my head, it? I thought yeah. it was like, oh, this is the only way I can keep my weight down. It's like, no, you're on a roller coaster. You're fucking with your hormones. Mm. The other thing that's happened in the space of, like, a month is my period was two days longer. Oh, that's As in, like, the cycle. Yeah. So, sorry, not the actual period, the, the day to when it started... So my cycle's normally 25. This is very much a lot of information. Mm. But if you've ever read Period Power, which is an insane book Mm. about, like, your cycle and how to manage your emotions over the month, it's excellent. Mm. 25 is on the short side. Right. Mm. And I think it's because my body was just in stress. Yeah, probably. Like, you are meant to eat. Like, But this is the, the other thing. What I want to say here is you're meant to eat a varied diet. You're meant to have a little bit of everything. But I feel like I don't know any more than anyone else. Well, and I feel like all of this science could change any second now as well. You yeah. know? But um, I think because of the way I was eating and I know what the extremes can be. Yeah. Like, I, it's almost like I had no control. I would get to the weekend. Yeah. I'm suddenly like, I haven't got my kids. I'm knackered because I've been working and running around after them all week. Mm. Now it's the weekend oh, and there's that void that I've got, yeah. and I'm starving because I've not eaten all week, mm-hmm. then I'll have a massive binge. Mm-hmm. Whereas the last three weeks, like, few weeks of doing this has completely removed it. Yeah. Like, I just haven't had that need because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I can eat a bit of carbs. And I can, <laughs> like, I'm getting all the things that my body needs. Mm. And I don't know what, like, my weight's changed or anything, but I do know that psychologically in my head, mm-hmm. I'm in a completely different space. Which is the most important thing, really. Like, I um, binge eat a lot if I'm dealing with something emotional or, like, yeah. if I, like, I comfort eat. Which the void. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, what is this thing that I'm trying to avoid looking at? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know I will numb with food yeah. and telly. Mm-hmm. Just get a bit of bread in there and it'll be all right yeah <laughs> I totally get it 100 percent. yeah and it doesn't help and it doesn't work and no it doesn't no it doesn't and it's worse if you've been starving yourself yeah mm. yeah like i'd go to the co-op and be like right what are all the worst things in here <laughs> yeah. massive pizza those like cream shoe buns oh yeah but the thing is right on what i'm having now i could have one of those or half one of those if i want yeah. to mm-hmm. just make sure that everything and still be on a pretty strict diet diet regime it's not yeah. even that strict no yeah it's because you can actually if you like make sure you eat properly um you can eat a fair bit of food without it actually having an impact on your weight i'm sure i think it depends who you are but like if your general relationship's good with food, I think you can yeah. eat a decent amount. Mm. Whereas I would always be like, oh, we better keep it teeny tiny. Yeah. And because you're busy as well, I'd live on coffee. Yeah. So that's the other thing that's changed is I'm not having anywhere near as much coffee. Yeah, that's good. Definitely, considering the amount that you drank. <laughs> <laughs> like your cortisol yeah. levels. Yeah. If you're drink, like living on caffeine and your poor adrenal glands and like... I knew that it wasn't good, but mm. I also was convinced that it's the only way I could keep my weight down. Yeah, I know. Like I and I starve myself just as much as well. Like I'm, tr- I'm trying not to do that. Like I often don't have breakfast or lunch, and 
Yeah. <laughs> then but then I, there's the whole thing around like intermittent fasting and just yeah. eat in these windows and then you'll lose weight. Mm. It's not true. Yeah. I'm but, not sure. Mm. I'm really not sure. And well, look at like Josie's ripped. This is yeah, how she that's eats. True. Yeah. Properly. She's working out two hours a day. She's. I mean, she'll be eating a lot more because she was, she's burning so many calories. Mm. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Firing on all cylinders, you know what I mean? Like, she's working out and running a business and seeing her friends and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you need a proper... You need some vegetables and some carbs <laughs> when you're doing that I'm sort so of thing. I'm so happy about it, too. Yeah. Because you can have so many vegetables and still be well within, like, your carb yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's where I'm at with that at the moment, but I, I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about it because you'd shared about how you were feeling having stood on the scales yeah I mean I don't know what my solution is like I'm gonna I've joined I do like a couple of exercise classes a week but I probably need to up that a bit if I'm honest with myself so I've joined a gym so that's good we'll start Um, with the basics what Josie said yeah well I do my 10,000 steps do you yeah um because you drink lots of water Mm. get lots of sleep I do get lots of sleep maybe don't drink as much water as I should Mm -hmm. um because I've got I work in a shop a lot. Well, I'd actually there's there's probably two days a week where I don't get my ten thousand steps. So maybe like I need to work on getting them when I'm not working in the shop as well. You know, um, but maybe some exercise on top of that will help as well. And I I actually think that the big reason that I'm putting on a lot of weight and nothing's happening with it is because I'm not eating properly. Like I sometimes starve myself during the day and then eat like giant pizza on a night and it's like no one get away with it (laughs) if you're like not eating all day but it's like the wrong kind of thing if you were eating a massive salad and a big piece of fish Mm. and like all the fruit in the world Mm -hmm. probably still would be so much better than just one pizza yeah but then it's hard when you're busy and you're working and well exactly but i need to prioritize it it's just one of those things where it's like um it do, it, it's just about me so it doesn't matter you know it's just mm, mine you know it's not like I don't put it at the top of my list because it's just me it's just for me and I need to that's the kind of stuff I need to prioritise what I'm eating well I would say like the difference it's made from, um, and obviously I'm getting in the sea as well and I know that that's got cold water therapy is supposed to be really good for moods and stuff mm. like that is definitely helping and it's given me a reason to walk. Yeah. Like, I'm really enjoying That's the true. fact that I'm walking. I'm not just walking now, because I was like, God, this is boring, I'm just walking. And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to walk over there and get in the sea. Yeah. Even though I'm only in for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And then That's the good. feeling that you get afterwards is amazing. But I, or, you know, I think adding on top of that the nutritional stuff is mm-hmm. making such a difference. Mm. Like, I feel quite transformed katie oh it's great i'm really pleased to it. highly yeah. recommend it and i'm happy to share what josie's given to me yeah great wonderful <laughs> we'll get josie back on and she can explain what we need to do yeah yeah she'll have some um some things to stick by i would have thought yeah although our first three we still need to work on so <laughs> there we go or i do anyway you're no, doing, doing you're, you're doing i was like josie i'm doing them all now what can i do next yeah. she's like right come on then yeah <laughs> she's great she is. Mm. So I'll be able to share some before and after shots, hopefully, at some point. Yeah. You'll be able but to see why I was like... don't too much into that, because it's fine. No. Mm. I think more than anything, I just feel better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what's most important about this. Like, mm-hmm. we can talk about being skinny and diet and exercise being, like, 
you know, what makes you look good, but also, most importantly, it's what makes you feel good, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And definitely getting out and moving and putting the right things in your body is mm. a very strong contributor. Mm-hmm. A great book to read, actually, around that is called um, The Upward Spiral. Mm. Uh, and it's about depression and really good techniques for getting out of it. Yeah, okay. And to do with... Pardon? To do with diet? Not so much diet, but things mm. like moving and being in sunlight every day. It's a massive contributor. Yeah. And it's so true. And now, mm. like, I look at my weekends and instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm on my own for, like, a whole day. I need a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm now, like, I'm teaching two yoga classes, so mm. Friday night and now Saturday. I'm going in the sea. I'm doing my walking and all the various things that are happening off the back of getting in the sea and meeting friends Mm, making them get in the sea (laughs) (laughs) we've been in (laughs) all of us all the friends yeah (laughs) yeah it's good well done yeah so i think yeah ultimately what we're getting at is it makes you feel better yeah it does yeah so i guess like you're already feeling the benefits i am still feeling exhausted by the whole thing and like don't want to do anything i'm feeling really crap about it but watch this space come on katie Mm, yeah okay we can do something here yeah we can (laughs) well thank you for being so open and sharing how you feel as well because i know my uh, because people often will say to me like god you're so motivated and you do stuff and like you just um like my mum in particular would be like gosh you really stick to things and it's like when i get it in my head Mm. I'll do it, and I'm highly motivated by the fact that I have to send Josie a screenshot every day yeah. <laughs> of what I mean. Accountability is such a big thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I love being teacher's pet. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to disappoint. So mm. that's, like, the people-pleasing element of me. Yeah. So having something like that will always keep me on track. Mm-hmm. So don't ever compare yourself to that because I'm just basically a baby. <laughs> a people-pleasing yeah. teacher's pet. Yeah, although now we've had this conversation, maybe this is my accountability that I need because I know at some point now you're going to ask me how, how, I'm, how I'm getting on. Yeah, exactly. So, But I I'd guess like as well some... it's knowing that it is doable. Yeah. Yeah, totally is. Um, I just haven't found what works for me. And yeah. And that'll come. At some point, I have faith. Mm-hmm. Keep the faith. Mm. But yeah, sometimes we don't know, because I thought keto was my way forward. Yeah. And it absolutely is not. No. I mean, I'll probably be back on it at some point, but... Maybe. Remind me of this podcast, please. I will, yeah. I'll play it back to you. <laughs> at double speed. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no problem. Oh, thanks, love. Well, good luck with it all, and yeah, you can always you. come and get in the sea and go for walks with me. Mm, that would be nice. Doing yeah, it okay. all the time. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Bye. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. It would be amazing if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you've got a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or by my website, uh, mumsdays.com. And did you know that I've got a newsletter? So it's the best way to stay in touch and to make sure you don't miss any podcasts or any freebies or competitions that we're running. And again, you can sign up to that through the website.